What's up people? Welcome to Interview with Abhimanyu. Please do not forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and press the bell icon because we post awesome interviews every single week. And for all the people who love listening to podcasts, we are available on Spotify and Castbox. Today's episode, you will see a meat eater and a hardcore vegan debate about should we eat meat or not? Should we consume dairy or not? We also discussed uh, animal liberation rights, animal rescue and similar topics. Usually when you see such discussions on the internet, these debates often turn into arguments and before you know people are hurling death threats at each other. Fortunately, this lady is a friend of mine and we tried not to kill each other and we had a discussion in a civil manner. It was a very healthy debate but when it was over, she did not turn into a meat eater, I did not turn into a vegan. But trust me guys, the facts that she presented at the end of the discussion, they were very disturbing, they were very real and we all need to think about them. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is a vegan entrepreneur. She calls herself a veganer. She is an animal rescuer, an animal liberation rights activist. And she also runs a cafe called The Real Green Cafe, which is, by the way, Maharashtra's first 100% plant-based restaurant. Please welcome the awesome, the amazing Aishwarya Vishwanath. Hello, Aishwarya. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, we have been trying to do this since a very long time with you. I'm glad you're finally here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally here, finally here. Yeah. So, uh, tell me something. For, uh, how are things being like? How, how are things? How's work? How's everything? Work is pretty good. I just came back from an awesome holiday. So, still in the holiday hangover. Yes, you went to France, right? Yeah, I went to France, Germany and Belgium. But about your work, I mean, you work in one of the busiest areas in Pune, right? Yes. So, still you're just so chilled out. I mean, if I have to face that traffic every single day, cruelty against animals is fine, but I would have been really cruel to the staff somehow. You know, it, it just, it's very bad over there, the whole area. So, yeah, how, how do you manage every single day? I and think uh, passion takes over sometimes. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. That motivation that you want to do something hmm. for a cause that you truly believe in. But, yeah, that's it. Like, me up somehow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. and how, how far is your place from your workplace? It's about 10 kilometers, about half now. So, you do 10k every single day to reach there? Yes. And, <laughs> ah, very cool. So, today is going to be really interesting because on this very table, we have a meat eater, a dedicated meat eater and awesome. a hardcore vegan, right? Awesome. So, <laughs> and uh, people out there on the internet, on the social media, they are killing other comments. Mein. Yeah. yeah. They're like hitting, yeah, yeah, they're like death. I keep seeing that all the yeah, time. Yeah, they're like, so people like you and me, yeah. you and me, they are killing each other, like death, yeah. death yeah. threats and all, yeah. yeah. So let's not kill each other today. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. hope so. Yeah, let's not kill each other today. And uh, let's just talk about how did it all begin? Like, you know, how did it start? So I, I know that uh, it's been 10 years now. You, you say nine, I know you say nine yeah. because mithai wali, wo, ghi wali mithai khali, but chill, we'll call, we'll say ten, right? Yeah. So, yeah, let's just start with, yeah, how, the transition, the beginning, everything. Let's just hear the story. Okay. So, I was super scared of animals, like dogs, especially dogs. Scared as in? Like, scared as in I had this fear in me. I was very good with, uh, like, uh, pets, uh -huh. but I was super scared of strays. Okay. And I've always... My dad was in the Air Force, so right. we always lived in campuses mm. and there are a lot of dogs there. So it was, I was so scared that I would see a dog like two kilometers far and I would do an about turn and go back home. Okay, I was that scared of dogs. Right. 
and this fear was there in me for a very very long time mm. and uh, i was in my 12th yeah. and uh, i saw this tiny whiny puppy on the side of the door or like of the road and my brother was with me we were coming back from school and it was there in the corner crying and whining and it was i think uh, like fully drenched in you know with muddy and stuff okay. so i was something i don't know i felt very sad for it and it was tiny so i you know took some courage to go close to it and i had this you know like a bag kind of thing i just somehow just picked him up put him in the bag and just brought him home okay and uh, you know like the air force houses are like really good like they have garden and they have yeah. a garage and the yeah. quarters and stuff so i had this huge garden i was on the ground floor i had a nice garage so i just brought him in and kept him there and i don't know i was scared but i don't know i was not feeling scared also like you know holding him and it was really nice but that was just a puppy so was when, a puppy, when yeah. it grows it's going to be a monster right so yeah didn't you yeah, think about that? that no i didn't think of that at that time and stray monster with disease so you yeah, got the yeah yeah so i was like okay let me keep him let him let me start feeding him i you know cleaned him up i hmm. started feeding him and like two three after two three days i suddenly was like I don't feel scared anymore. You know, right. the fear was start. You know, it was starting to wear off. You know, fade right. off. It, and I was not feeling it anymore. Okay. And then I started taking care of him. It was like one month. You know, two months. I started taking care of him, and he was good. Like he was growing up. And then you know, because I was very scared of dogs, I did not know like how to really take care of them. And at that point, I didn't know like any vet or anyone. And right. then suddenly, like he developed the skin disease. Mm-hmm. It's a very common disease you'll find in a lot of stray dogs. It, it, it's like the they develop these patches, right? Yeah, yeah. The fur it's starts called, disappearing. Yeah, it's called mange. So usually people think, oh, 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 oh. it's called mange. Okay. The disease right. is called mange. It's a very treatable uh, disease, but people, you know, like because the first starts going, they think, you know, the dog is mad and the dog is like yeah, really so, sick. So, sorry to intervene, but I just, I, I, I you know, this uh, story, mm-hmm. it's real because my nana, right? So mm-hmm. he's also into animals. He's not yeah. a vegan or anything. Yeah, he loves yeah. meat, but yeah. he loves his animals as well. He loves yeah. dogs, cows, yeah, and all. Yeah, yeah. So he lives in. He used to live in a farm. Right. So, uh, so there was this dog. He used to call the dog Kutta hmm. because he, <laughs> he, Kutta. he had his own dog. Right. Dog had name, but right. this one was called Kutta, and this Kutta had the same disease. You know how did he take care of the dog? Hmm. It might sound a bit, uh, you know, brutal and cruel, mm. but that uh, floor cleaner is called Phenyl. He just threw Phenyl on him. The dog, you know, whined and all, like cried, wailed and all. Yeah. For, and then he got well. I'm not saying that that is the remedy and people should start throwing Phenyl on their dogs and all. <laughs> but, but yeah, that happened. So yeah, continue with your... <laughs> no, it's not Phenyl. Probably some chemical in it works. Maybe disinfectant it. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, it's just a skin disease. It just happens on the top layer of the skin. It doesn't really go into the... body or into the system right it's just a skin disease like how we get a fungal infection is pretty much the yeah. same it's just that the dog loses hair so it's far as everything for the dog mm. so if it loses it's like a common perception like oh it's like sick and it's ill and we should not touch him and it's dirty and stuff oh, like that okay. and yeah. from a very nice healthy puppy i used to call him snoopy he suddenly turned into this you know scary dog with all his fur for yeah, him and i was not understanding what was happening right So being in the forces, we have like a dog squad. So there is a vet there. So my dad actually called him up, and he was like, "You know, there's this dog. This we are taking care of this pup. Can you help us with a vet?" Huh. So he he came down and he gave a couple of injections, and within like like say a week, he started getting his fur back. He was healthier than before, and he was okay. And I think during that time, like taking care, nursing him. <laughs> 
he would wait for me like i'd come back from school he would wait for me and all of that you know i kind of got a you know i developed a bond with him okay. and a bond that kind of overpowered the fear that i had of dogs right and i started looking at all other dogs with a different like i used to look at them with fear before but then i was like probably they sense fear right and i shouldn't do that and i should just be confident even if i don't want to touch it i should just you know just take a deep breath hmm. if i'm around if the dog is around me and then i realized i did that a couple of times the dogs didn't chase, uh, chase me they were okay they were around me they were fine they would not come to me because i would not call them but they would mm-hmm. not do anything yeah i was like why the hell was i getting scared of dogs all these years you know like what's happening like, all of this was happening and then in the meanwhile my mom also found another puppy and okay. brought him home too right and both of them were not technically inside the house they were outside the house in, in the, the garage, garage yeah. So my mom didn't want to bring it home, you know, bring both of them home because I was in my twelfth class and I had my board exams yeah. and <laughs> that, yeah. and I was spending a lot of time with these dogs. Actually, you don't play in front of them. Literally, literally, it was like that only. Like you know, my mom was like, no, 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 we're not taking them home. They can be outside. You can take care of them and all of that, but mm. they're not coming home. So this was somewhere around rainy season when the dogs came in. Right. Post rainy season, winters came. So I kept blackmailing my mom. Like have a heart. It's so cold outside. Only for this winter, they'll be in my room only. I will promise I will study and I will not, you know, like get distracted and all of that. And somehow emotionally blackmail them. This is Puna, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Puna only, her only. And I brought them home. Right. Got them home, and once they entered our house, <laughs> they didn't go out because. After winter, it was summer, and you know the story. But then, even I'm sure your mom and dad must have started loving them as well. My mom, my parents always loved dogs. They had, but it was just that in Air Force, you know, you keep growing every three years, you get transferred yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so. but but I've always seen uh, military people and especially yeah. people from the forces, right? They yeah. always have pets, even though they are moving, but they mostly they have German Shepherd or Labrador, so they are always. Yeah, so with. I had this fixation that I should have an Alsatian. Okay. okay. Always, my dad also loved that. So Alsatian and German, they're, they're yeah, the same. Yeah, right? the same. same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I always wanted that. That was like the dog I wanted, but I just picked up these dogs and. From the street, and they look so. I mean, they. Were, I didn't care about the looks, honestly. Yeah. It was just the connection. You shouldn't. If you want yeah. a pet, it yeah, it didn't. So You're I not just. You're buying a commodity, right? Exactly. Yeah. And over a period of time, I just got over the fear, and I started not just taking care of my dogs. I also started taking care of dogs in my right. in my campus. So I started with. I understood that you know there is a problem. You know, there's a problem of population, dog population, and I understand. I, I didn't know at that time. Like every six months, you know they. Please have, explain like what problem. Uh, basically, dog population. You know, like dogs, they keep multiplying. Right. And the only way, and the only scientific and legal way to control this is to get them sterilized. Okay. That's called an animal birth control program, and it is. Uh, Uh, you know, like it is, uh, it is a legal compliance by the Supreme Court that okay. if you are feeding dogs and taking care of community dogs, mm-hmm. you need to get them sterilized. Right. So what happens is that they don't multiply, yeah. and they take care of their area, but they are very territorial animals. Yeah, they so are. they take care, so they don't allow other dogs to come in. Hmm. And over a period of time, there's no dog, there's no vacuum basically. So they keep uh, like the dogs from outside not come inside. Hmm. and they are you know they are like, not reproducing yeah they are not reproducing so, so they, every single stray dog gets sterilized under this actually you are supposed to get it done okay it, but you know like municipal now it is better like back then when i started doing rescue work it was all a mess yeah. and i used to privately you know i used to say pro- like pocket money i used to just spend that and uh-huh. get the dogs sterilized i, I had there is a organization here called blue cross, blue cross. so okay. 
I used to tie up with them, and uh, they had the contract with the PMC right. to get the dogs sterilized. Mm. So I every Sunday, I would be on a dog mission, like get you know catch like ten to eleven dogs. Okay, another question: <laughs> getting a dog sterilized, you know, you still are pro sterilization. Yes, I am. So that does that ever you know uh, you know uh, you know get in conflict with your ideology of not. Harming animals. Actually, we're not really harming animals here. We're really helping them out because every six months they get pregnant. You're just stopping them from having sex with other dogs. <laughs> Is that no? It's not stopping them from having sex from other like dogs. They're reproducing. Just reproducing. They still have their hormones active. They can still have sex, but they won't produce. So yeah, so yeah, yeah that's my. So they so won't reproduce rather. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting the sword on top of your head, but. To me, if I have to go completely against cruelty or violence against animals, yeah. I will still think that doesn't that dog have the right to have a pup or something? But then again, it is a menace for humans, right? If we get so many stray dogs, yeah. I am pro sterilization yeah. right now. Yeah. When I yeah. think about yeah. it, I don't want stray dogs every single because jitne hai already wo bahut tang karte hai. Right. Yeah. Right. So you don't want that. Right. So I think so there can be a line, right, where you have to. Like somehow you can't be all. You have to think about your community as well, right? It's all about thinking about our community. Honestly, it's about the welfare of the animal. Okay. If you get the dog sterilized, the dog lives more. He's more healthy. He or she are the more healthier okay. and stuff like that. It's beneficial for the dog as well. So does that dog get a single chance to get a single pup? Just saying. No. 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 Poor dog. No, come on. But no, it's all, you know, you think about it. Are everyone, are all of you all open to like stop buying a dog and just adopting an animal? Yeah. People don't do that. They They're only that. breed conscious, you know. Yeah. So what happens to these pups? Where will they go? There, how many, how many hmm. shelters are there? All of them even die. Yeah, they die. Yeah. Like yesterday, in fact, today I'm in a really very sad mood. If you have been to Lane 6 and you know there's a dog called Lucy who sits, who's a white and spotted dog, brown colored dog. I'm sure I must have seen because lane you, six, lane seven. Yeah, lane these six. Are my uh, so regular. it'll usually sit here street meat because Nikhil feeds those dogs. Yes, I've seen the dog. Lucy is, she just got hit last night. Oh. So. When you say got hit, as in. She's no more. No, no, but uh, but. By a car. By a car. Okay. Yeah, On the very car. street, lane six, yeah. right in front of your place. Yeah. Oh, sad. So it was that I actually didn't know yesterday night when it happened because I was in the kitchen and stuff, and in the morning I came to know. Like, okay. It was it. So that's what happens to stray animals, you know. The, right. Our population and animal-human co- the conflict is too much. Mm. And if you don't do it, this is the best gift you can do, you know. Control their population, they stay till they do, and they live their life and they die and they go. Right. So unless people are more willing to adopt mm. instead of buying, yeah, they aren't. So, yeah, so you have to create that have balance. To, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Let's get back to you. So, <laughs> Yeah, so post that I was doing a lot of sterilization drives and right. I was in touch with a lot of NGOs and we used to also do adoption camps. So I was like, if I can adopt strays, there may be more people who can. Hmm. And I wanted to create awareness among people that, you know, they are, they are just need love and affection. Hmm. And they are also like as beautiful as your Labrador. And they are, in fact, more stronger. They're built for this, you know, uh, built climate. For the streets. Yeah, they're built. <laughs> yeah. Like their immunity is... You know, you give them dal chawal, they won't fall sick. You do that to a, you know, like a lab, he'll be like sick. Really? You can yeah. feed them dal chawal and they... They are like that strong because they eat from the garbage, you know. So they are yeah. like, their body is strong. Right. Their immunity is stronger. And that you cannot find in breeds. Because what happens is, like uh, breeding, breeders don't follow any protocols. Right. So because of that, their immunity is like really bad. I, I personally like dogs. I just hate dogmans. I don't like them. 
पालने वाले को भी काटते रहते हैं डॉगमैन बचपन से काफी कुत्तों के साथ अच्छा रहा है बट डोगन एक ऐसा ब्रीड है जो मेरे पीछे भागा है काटने के लिए जिसको so yeah the, i don't like them personally like i have this thing like i'm vengeful against these right. creatures anyway right. again right <laughs> so yeah i once i got into the adoption thing the sterilization thing i actually met a lot of people lot of yeah. activists and at that time orkut and orkut <laughs> yeah, yeah orkut and facebook was like i remember see your profile like us time pe kya because if i if anyone sees my profile i had like the worst profile <laughs> i i oh let's some other day we'll talk about orkut ियनिटीजो and at that time all this while i was vegetarian i have always been a vegetarian i've been a born vegetarian and it was never a non vegetarian so i was always and family same, same vegetarian okay so no one has like my dad used to eat meat initially but then right. he stopped and we've always so no been vegetarian yeah no so one. the transition wasn't that difficult like no but we were you did not leave delicious meat and you went it is never delicious okay please <laughs> it's not it's just you eat raw meat and see then we'll talk i'll eat raw meat You eat and then we'll talk. <laughs> we, even yeah, raw food. Yeah, we'll talk about that as well. But yeah, let I let yeah. you finish with this. So uh, yeah, so when I was going to the UK before that, uh, I was connected to all, all of these UK activists, and one of them was a vegan, and he used to always keep putting these posts about the dairy industry and mm. investigations. A lot of uh, activists used to go to these slaughterhouses right. and dairy farms and do undercover investigation right. and. one of such thing which most of the videos are if you see are all west you know like what happens in us yeah, and yeah. europe and stuff and there was nothing really indian okay so he would always keep putting and i would always say oh you know india mein to you know we love cows and nahi 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 hoga aise nahi hoga because you know they are religious sentiments mm. so they take care and all of that so i always kept you know like pushing that away every time you tell me like you see this you know i'm pretty sure it happens the same mm. in india but i have not listened to him So one day I we had some challenge. I don't even remember some random challenge, and I lost. So he told me that now that I've lost, the thing is that you have to see this video, okay. which I will show, and yeah. you have to see the whole video. This is an Indian thing. This is okay. no longer a West thing. This is an Indian thing. Uh-huh. So you need to see it. Right. I was like shit. Okay, I don't, I don't like seeing gory videos. Okay, I yeah. know what the thing is. I know the truth. So I was like, oh, I have to see <laughs> it. So because I lost that challenge, I had to see it. So huh. it was a ten-minute video, and the video was about the Indian. dairy cows it right. was a horror story of indian dairy there okay. there's no west thing at all right. there's all indian tabelas all the undercover investigation for those tabelas in haryana and have you heard of the term fuka or cow blowing 
when it comes mm-hmm. to you know no. that's one of the reasons why i've read it somewhere that mahatma gandhi left drinking cow's milk so they actually blow air into cow's mm-hmm. vagina to give that you know feel that she's pregnant or something while milking the cow it's okay. it's okay. called cow blowing okay it's, it's no like, there, there are okay, and so. it has been <laughs> people in africa also do that in india every it's everywhere so okay as, okay so as i'll tell you the story i've seen worse stuff than that okay. so this is that's nothing. one i just remember this is nothing like this honestly what you're saying is okay it might be like bad but i've seen like really bad stuff right so and then i saw this 10 minute video and I couldn't even like cross like two, and I was like shit. And because all this while I would you know always call myself like I was to be very proud to call myself I'm a pure animal, you know vegetarian animal uh-huh. lover. And you guys, because I know a lot of people in the rescue, right? Like they are dog lovers mm. or cat lovers, but you know they would eat chicken and or discussing over the kind of pity for dog. Mm. You know they didn't make that connection, so that would irritate me like anything. You know like what the hell? Like if you call yourself animal lover, then a chicken is. as good as a dog you know you cannot differentiate it you know they are same sentient beings they feel the same pain so i would get very irritated so i used to always call myself like oh i'm pure animal lover you know a vegetarian animal lover but what if we are designed to okay wait yeah, yeah <laughs> let's get i i get a lot of questions yeah 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 i'll get this yes so uh, then i saw this video and i was like shit like i saw like really bad stuff like how they impregnate the uh, like the cows uh-huh. and they have no proto- no protocol at all though they're supposed to follow just like they pure don't. hands they don't. pure fists yeah. that go inside the vagina and stuff yeah. like that was like really gory and i was like oh my god they take the calf out they take the calf yeah, out literally physically they pull yeah, it out they yeah. pull it out yeah. and the calf if it's a male goes straight to a slaughterhouse uh-huh. if it's a female she goes through the same cycle right and usually 9 months is what you know like every 9 months she's impregnated that right. is every time the calf is born they take out the milk the calf is separated and all of that they again through the same, the same process. process yes and every time it's done and that is just to the for the milk part but to mm. produce more milk they openly use something known as oxytocin which is a hormone to uh, lactate you know it makes you lactate yeah. even for females for human females they use it hmm. for women who have problems who are not able to breastfeed their children right so they have that hmm. and it was like i was like are you serious this is india and and it was like like you know took me like to a different level yeah, and i just couldn't believe it i just couldn't believe it i was like it was in haryana hmm. it was in gujarat right and it was in south also so hmm. south may also they like the cows go for leather hmm. like for you know like this sort of house and it was like really bad i was like shit and that was it like that night i saw that video and i still remember and i was like it was in the night i saw it and next day morning i swore to myself that i will just not contribute to this like hmm. i just gave up okay so it was a very radical decision for me overnight that i won't do it hmm. because i knew people were like vegan for years and i didn't know about it i was kind of you know ignoring it and not like really you know thinking that what will be and all so i was like that's it i'm going to quit everything right. and that was overnight hmm. i quit and initially it took me like first 3 4 days few months i was okay because i had this image always and i what i would do is i would remind myself every time if i would still like you know like think like oh like oh this is so good i'm like i don't love sweets okay so hmm. for me it was a big challenge to get over sweets i was like yeah. big rasmalai gulab jamun fan and all right. so it was like very difficult for me to it would be right in front of me and you know like i would be like 
It oh. takes a lot of resolve to be a vegan. Yeah, so that's why that first year, like you said, I used to, you know, sometimes like not say no if I go out in a social mm. gathering and if I'm supposed to have it, I would just have a bite and stuff. And I would not like have the whole thing, but I would not say no either. So mm. that first year, I don't consider myself because I was still transitioning. And the day I stepped into the UK is when I completely left it because I knew that from here I have alternatives and I will only have alternatives. Plus the environment was more conducive because people it, were more aware was, towards it this. Was, yeah, it was. Yeah. So when I went to UK, I mean like every superstore had like a vegan separate section. Yeah, vegan section hmm. and the cheeses were there, the curds were there, the ice creams were there and my mom here used to always feel bad you know bichari bachi wa ja ke kuch nahi kha payegi and all of that moms ko waise hota hai agar bacche ki nahi kha rahe and she would actually on skype calls she would not even tell me like she had something at right. home because she would feel like oh shit i am not having it hmm. but you know at all times that i would be like with a big tub of ice cream and i'm like you know what i'm having a vegan ice cream yeah. she like are you serious <laughs> like what <laughs> what is this happening so huh. i was doing that a lot and that's how i mean once i turned like once i was in the uk i completely stopped everything right. i got into activism okay i was there for about 2 and a half years let's talk about your activism like what all did you do so like, yeah, were you going out because my knowledge mm-hmm. for vegan veganism and people who you know are activists it's very aggressive and violent because my knowledge comes from youtube mm-hmm. and people are always out on the streets calling people yeah. and telling them that you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do this look at this most of the stuff the vegans say mm-hmm. makes sense it's mm-hmm. right because you are being cruel to animals you mm-hmm. know so milk even if you are not killing them even if you are taking milk from the animals mm-hmm. or you're taking the poultry industry mm-hmm. right everything mm-hmm. they treat the animals like very you know barbarically yeah. it's very it's very sad when you see that i've seen that mm-hmm. though i still eat egg right. and chicken right. but yeah i know right. what they go through right so what was your activism like because sometimes Okay, I did this thing with a friend of mine. I'm a meat eater. This friend of mine, mm-hmm. another meat eater. Mm-hmm. Both come from Rajput families where mm-hmm. it's like a process. Like, हमें खाना है, आता है, बनाते हैं, खाते हैं, वैसे. It's like कुछ अलग नहीं सोचा कभी इसके बारे में. Which is a fact. Mm-hmm. So we. Conditioning is there. So there, so. yeah. So there was this thing. So I, some, I do weird stuff for content. अपने लिए जब मुझे कुछ चाहिए तो. So I play different games. So I sat with this friend of mine. We were in Ladakh, chilling. जी you know bros not talking to each other like fuck off fuck off and we slept right but tu banta nahi hai tu manta nahi hai karke so gaye do i was a meditator you know both of us were meditators but the thing is that i figured that you cannot tell a person not to i just concluded that you cannot change every single one it's difficult so it's not difficult it's nearly impossible because people find sense out of eating meat as well i won't blame every single one of them i won't say they're wrong i won't say i'm wrong but yeah the industry what what they do to the animals mm. there has to be there has to be certain that's my opinion that mm. we need to regulate it properly uh, by regulate i mean what, what is your definition of a human way of killing an animal yeah i'll tell you what so since we you said that you uh, had this connection with your dog right mm-hmm. the dog so let's go back evolution yeah. wise so we were always friends with dog and we used to hunt with dogs there was no concept that we right. are not killing right. them, you know right. 
so that's why i said maybe we are designed like that i'm not maybe i i think i believe but there is that something like evolution no we know you can't talk what our ancestors and did. then you said that can you eat raw like raw mm. meat kha ke mm. dikhao mm. so i can say the same thing ki aap raw chane kha ke dikhao i can eat no, you can eat you, 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 you cannot compare say, it to meat at all no 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 you can't take a handful of kacha rice or kacche rajma and eat that what happened in the middle in the evolutionary process there there's something that something remarkable that happened that changed the whole evolution that mm. made us what we are mm. do you know what i'm talking about mm. i'm talking about fire mm. you know fire, we can't go hunt and eat kacha meat we can't mm. but if i cook it it becomes more bioavailable to me you can't go eat kacha garbanzo beans or chickpeas you can't you can't even bite them you can't even, yeah you can't so, but you can still eat a fruit Yeah 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 of course of course I'm so, okay, saying yeah yeah of course I'm saying I'm saying that we are designed like that I believe that we are designed like that we since we can't eat grains you can't say that you weren't designed to eat grains you can someone can't come to me and tell me that okay you aren't designed to eat meat because I know I can cook it I can eat it, I can digest it right. as long as I'm digesting it right. and I also believe that most of the people who turn vegan most of the people mm-hmm. the ones that I've spoken to mm-hmm. illness triggered this most of the times okay. something happened to their gut and they're like dude i can't digest protein meat not protein but meat and all mm-hmm. it makes sense they they just binge on meat and they don't take fiber and they fuck mm. their health up mm. and eat other stuff so that is my thing so okay. i want to know so, so because i so my point was that it's really hard to change someone's mind mm. unless the person you know the way you felt something very strongly towards animals so right. that might take a person to veganism otherwise i spent a night convincing my फ्रेंड की भाई खाना शुरू कर दे सब्जियां मैं खाता हूँ चिकन वगैरह पर मैं उसको बोल रहा हूँ कि नहीं तू खाना शुरू कर दे इट्स गुड फॉर द प्लानिट एंड यू नॉट किलिंग एनी वन बट इट डन इट डन वर्क लाइक दैट एक्चुअली आई डोंट बिलीव दैट अप्रोच वॉट यू सेंग आई थिंक एवरी एवरी कैंड ऑफ अप्रोच वर्क टेक्स someone to tell you like you know what you are doing is wrong hmm. or what you are doing is right you know it does so i any found any kind of activism works there are people even meat eaters are super aggressive they are yeah, really aggressive yeah. of and even we are you know it's like it's not personal choice because there's a victim involved this whole personal choice thing is not a right you know thing because there is a victim involved it's just that we are not seeing it as a victim hmm. because we are conditioned our social conditioning is like that and it's always any kind of movement you see from racism or sexism everything has evolved you know like you know the truth was initially everyone said no this is not right hmm. eventually it turned around because i, I don't think this is a social justice moment this I, I, is a yeah. social, it is not it is no longer a lifestyle it's no longer a diet it's a movement for the animals it's a liberation movement because these animals will not be into existence if we don't breed them you know they are bred into existence most of the industry the entire industry thrives on you know breeding them they not they don't fall from you know like yeah, the sky yeah. like and they are for us to eat they are bred into existence so so in the west yeah but let's talk india in india pop- also it happens no it happens but here the population is 
above 1 billion and you have to feed. People have started blaming agriculture as well. So most of the meat eaters and all, they've started uh, blaming agriculture, like tofu kills more. Uh, but do they know that for the one pound of meat, how much of gallons of water and how much of yeah, the, same, same. Uh, land is used? So, so, that grain yeah. can be used to feed like more people than feed them. I agree. I agree. And so, the same thing goes for tofu. To prepare tofu, you need to destroy a lot of land, a lot of animals, a lot of, uh, so, uh, you know, the, the uh, what do you call, the ecosystem gets destroyed. Because I'm not saying, because you are creating a land mm-hmm. which will be only conducive to grow tofu, so all the life forms, the soil, it gets destroyed. It's like, it's a process. But it's, it's... Uh... So, so it's, the point is that people are blaming each other instead of coming out with good regulation. So... People are against, vegans don't accept dairy as well, right? They don't. Yeah, they they don't. don't. No animal actually. No, no. So. I don't know the exact number, but millions of lives in India are dependent on, you know, there are tribes in Jammu. I'm talking about my place, right? Mm-hmm. So there are certain tribes like Unko Ham Gujar Bakarwal Bolte, and they are shepherds mostly. Mm-hmm. Their livelihood and it has been happening since ages. Okay. It is dependent on pastoral and you know, they uh, graze their cows, lambs, whatever they have. Mm-hmm. They live on that. They mm-hmm. eat their cheese and they even slaughter them when they have to eat. Right. And it has been happening since generations. Right. If something like that can be, you know, from I don't know how, but you have to balance it out, right? There are like millions of people dependent on milk and all. So how do you propose? I mean, it's very stupid. So, no, to say it is, no, it is not stupid. It's very valid. That's what is happening in the West now. People who the farmers who used to you know get who are into dairy farming, they're switching to alternative milks. Like yeah. yeah. So if one industry shuts, another industry opens. It's right. not. It's a cycle. You know, if something for a demand. Suppose for demand for a product A hmm. falls, there'll always be an alternative, and that B product B, which is an alternative, will have its own industry because it. it is a cycle so yeah i think market it is, market it is never know. like just like the you're saying the shepherds yeah they will find some other alternative something will have come up maybe i don't know they'll be very aggressive to this statement when they say they'll find something else because it, it, they'll not find it will automatically get generated yeah. or created but because yeah. you're creating a vacuum so something else will come now now you see in india only for the last five years initially there was nothing like only soy milk only one brand hmm. was available yeah now you see. So, <laughs> yeah. no, I wanted to ask you something. Yeah. Can you do this? Sorry, I'm not talking. Yeah. Is it more expensive for the farmers to get into vegan milk production or like uh, tofu manufacturing and all? Uh, actually, no, it is not. If you see, if you know, there is a uh, you know there's a factory called a company called Chetrans. If you know. It's um, Chetran. Yeah. It's, the one jo tofu banate, yes, herbal tofu and all. Yes. Yeah, I'm a consumer. I yes. regularly buy that. <laughs> you see his products, they're so cheap. They're yeah, so cheap. 45 bucks, and 200 his, grams. Yeah, his, his skirt, his skirt, uh, 45 bucks for 200 grams. grams That's much lesser than paneer kilo, you know. Like yeah, one, yeah. It's much cheaper. So it is not expensive actually because we are very blessed to have a lot of agricultural land. And things like to, uh, soy grows a lot in India. In fact, a lot of soy goes abroad from here to you know like produce milk abroad so there are very lot of local things that can be grown here and milk can be produced like rice you can do rice milk rice milk is really good you can uh, i think uh, almonds are like in the north so right. you can do almond milk so it is very local like the guys who are growing almonds they can get into almond milk manufacturing you know hmm. so stuff like that so it, it 
always an opportunity gets created like when the demand increases it does create that brings me to deficiencies it's another major issue yeah. and since you are a vegan since 10 years yeah. i don't see any you know are, yeah. maybe do you, are you regular with your blood lipids your tests or anything <laughs> yeah i have been doing it uh, so last uh, about 3 years back there was this some test happening in my society some bone okay. density test uh-huh. which my mom was actually i was curious i was not like i didn't have uh-huh. any problem but i was very curious because i have been vegan for last 5 years and we went cribs about all these b12 deficiency and stuff like that so i was like okay and the calcium thing that's such yeah. a major thing like dood ne piya to calcium kaise milega that's, that's like, like vitamin such a, k2 that, that they are related with stable uh, thing that indian parents will say dood ne piya to calcium exactly but i will tell you the other side of it as well hmm. so before that so then i uh, there was this test happening okay and i went and i was like curious so i hmm. went and got it done and when the results came the guy was like aapka to bahut acha bone density hai it's hmm. like above average to aap bahut dairy lete hain kya is the question he asked hmm. me and i said 5 saal se nahi le rahi hu hmm. bilkul bhi nahi le rahi hu right and he looked at me like what What are you saying? But, but did you check the B12 levels? B12, it's always been good. It's always been good. Yeah, so it never affected, like it never affected. Right. It but didn't. but you know that it's not the same with everyone, right? Because it, people are getting deficient. So is there a proper way to follow? See, I'll because you, you are leaving a lot. I right? tell you, B12 is bacteria. Okay, it comes from the. Uh, it's what happens is we wash our fruits a lot, vegetables a lot. Right. It's actually found in like dirt, like okay. in mud. and in water and all of that and we process our stuff a lot so meat eaters equally have that issue i have a neighbor who is a hardcore red meat eater and mm-hmm. he is so severely deficient usko to he had to actually get injections okay. and all yeah, of that yeah some people are some yeah. people are so it yeah. basically so, it uh, helps you uh, produce more red blood cells yes. b12 yeah? yes and iron and red blood cells yes. and uh, the only source is either you fortify your food so uh, or supplement yeah or animal products see i will tell you animal products also it is not like it doesn't go bio even animal products these days are very processed so yeah. you are killing it yeah. in the process the best way is that if you are deficient just get your get yourself uh, like get the injections or have supplement okay. there is no harm in having supplement suppose like that one tablet will give hmm. you what you required so what's the harm like i am not totally against i'm not against supplements at all if you are deficient will that work with children it works with everyone Kids. it okay. works with everyone so another question that you yeah. know i i usually i'm not trying to target but i really want there are these conflicting questions mm-hmm. that that's why i keep yeah, on popping yeah. them so let's say you not let's say you are a vegan right now yeah. and once your kid crosses the age where the kid doesn't need breastfeeding anymore right yeah after that are you okay with giving the kid supplements so you just three Of four. Okay. So. And at that time, I think that's the age where kids need a lot of nutrition. Like they are, they are like very active and they burn right. a lot, right? And they are growing. They need. Right. Right. And if they are deficient at that age, right. it will affect the whole life. Correct. Diseases, everything. Correct. Because they, I think personally, I think deficiency is one of the most dangerous things that can happen to right. a person. Right. So uh, is it okay? Because agar if I think let's uh, let's imagine that my mother is a vegan. Mm. So my mother was a vegan when I when I was she wasn't but mm. I'm imagining mm. yeah. if she was and if she found out because vegan people are getting deficient it's on the internet it's everywhere people aren't maybe doing it properly yeah. but since they are deficient in many and they are getting they're always most of them are skinny if they're not supplementing somehow that's what I see that's what I oh, see oh god so so yeah, yeah but but it's there you can't deny but it's the there worst, but the uh, worst 
world's strongest guy is a vegan. Come on, you can't say that. That's okay, a bad thing. Okay, I don't know about it. We'll check. Can you check the world's strongest guy? Yeah. We'll check. Butterfield we'll check. is nameless. Some Butterfield. So, 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 check it out. So, Virat Kohli has turned vegan. Has turned vegan? Yeah, for the last... You've not read it? Come on. Vegetarian or vegan? Why do you guys not read like good news, man? You read all the news... No, because I want to. I want to. I, I heard that he turned vegetarian. He's vegan for the last... You see, Virat Kohli... Because Anushka... Anushka turned vegetarian. He's turned vegan. He's one step ahead. He left oh. All right. Check, check. Serena Williams is vegan. Venus Williams. They're not just vegan. They're raw vegans. The they're is, raw vegans. Yeah, okay. the list is like long. You see, what if top athletes are vegans. Why yeah. are they vegan? Like, oh, Patrick. Budruk, na? Babunia. Yeah, yeah. German, right? Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. So, I need to study about these people. Yeah. But, yeah, good examples. I'm not saying. Yeah, there are lots, actually. There are plenty of them. Yeah, they're doing Most good. of the athletes okay. are vegan or plant-based during most of their time because their recovery is better. And stuff like that. They might not be vegan, ethically vegan, they might hmm. not be, but they most of them follow plant-based diets. Plant-based diets, yeah. They do. Hmm. Even Nadal, I think, is either vegan or... Uh, the singer Nadal. No, the, uh, the player... What's his name? Nadal. Nadal. Yeah. Are you talking about yeah. Nadal? Oh, okay. What Nadal is, I don't know. Rafael Nadal. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a sports person. So sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, about that. Yeah. So, about the kids thing that you're saying. Yeah. See, if the... Uh, if the mother has properly breastfed them yeah. and weaned them off after a certain age, most of the mothers don't do that. They are right. lazy. So they wean them off early and they put them off, put them on like other animals' milk, like cow's milk or whatever. But I have friends who are like, have had vegan pregnancies and their kids are like, they're pregnancy and plus post mm. that they've been like, the kids are vegan from the birth. And they have not really had deficiencies. And if they do, they give them supplements. Right. Because... At least from what I know, I know like four or five of them are my friends and right. none of them have really had any issues. Right. In fact, their immunity, the kids are more like immune. The, their own like friends and all, they fall sick all the time, but these kids are not. Like they're mm. all the time, like they're strong and their immunity is much better. They don't fall sick so fast. Right. So it is not the case. Have you ever thought about this, that there is no uh, research material? When it comes to studying vegans, because there is no second generation to vegans. Ah, okay. I would like to correct you there. There is, uh, there is this study called the China study. China study. Yeah. Okay. China being the largest population in the world. Right. There is a beautiful book and it's been done extensively in, the, in China. And uh-huh. there's a whole literature and research on vegans. So you need to read that. I'm not recollecting yeah, the name that, of the there, guy. There might the be a book, but a there doctor. is no civilization or any part of the world that mm-hmm. has you know let's say this country mm-hmm. has been vegan since two or three gen- that gives us research material it's all about research that right? if it's good mm-hmm. and if it's not causing harm mm-hmm. i'm on board mm-hmm. i'm on board mm-hmm. it's that simple mm-hmm. but if people are getting serious deficiencies or you know if even somebody, meat eaters you, are it's not like yeah meat yeah they are not, yeah they are the deficiency thing is very Screwed actually, it's not like that. It's, because the other not, market needs to, you know, yeah, it promote. Is, yeah, I'll tell you the pharmaceutical industry, the medical industry, they're all hmm. in, like they want doctors. How the hell are doctors going to survive? Everyone is healthy. That's doctors, one big issue. Yeah, it is, it is a yeah. major. You just think logically if you all are for, if all of us don't fall sick, yeah, and we're all healthy, we're right. not going to doctors. What are the doctors going to do for mm. a living? But say they will always scare you with things, yeah, they, 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 they want you to ask, eat. okay, ask any. Any doctor, okay? Huh. I, I was going to say like, 
something else but ask any doctor basic questions about nutrition they don't know I know, know. I have experienced they, they don't know they won't even know like cholesterol and iske beech ka difference okay? they don't they're they that don't. bad they will give you medicine and they will tell you that okay you can start eat, questioning them you can know. eat whatever you want yeah. which is not the fact you start questioning yeah. them you'll know like how much knowledge they have, have you seen cafes inside hospitals they're all junk food right yeah. have you have Bullshit. you seen <laughs> yeah Literally. hospitals like people getting out of the room and they're like yeah. hey, okay let's feed on yeah it so is yeah, that bad that makes sense. it is a whole it is see uh the pharmaceutical industry is in like whatever like they are hand in hand with the medical and all of that yeah. so how are they going to survive it's a but many bahut interesting line suna tha they were uh, criticizing doctors and this guy came up with something so brilliant he said ki agar uh, doctors ka uh, if doctors business won't work how will the bmw own its money So you see the relation, like how will the doc- so it's like they were telling that doctors are the ones who get all the big fancy cars and all. So so how so it's all connected. That's they, what he wanted to say. It That's is all connected. Yeah. And uh, my, most of the friends I know now, like, right. they are also against vaccination. They are hmm. against all of this. And the kids are. It's it's an industry. They'll make you feel that you know they'll instill that fear in you that if you don't do this, this will happen. Yeah, and but it is a vaccination. Fact. There was a point when vaccinations were really important. It is still. They, it still, yeah it is still so it's not right to outrightly completely say that the science is waste no, and they are, but they are making money on people's misery yes they i agree making, i agree yeah, i agree and yeah, they, they will create this thing like oh if you don't do this then you're going to like you know end up and fall sick and stuff i think like india that. is a country where uh, maximum number of people are having antibiotics unnecessarily yeah mere family mein agar kisi ko zukam ho jata hai halka sa jao pehle antibiotic kha lo antibiotic destroys your body of course it it, it it messes you up i know it will save you from you know if you have a serious viral or anti fungal or bacterial I mean, infection kind of stuff, yes. you need you need yeah. in dire situations you do, but people are just popping antibiotics like kuch ho gaya ha antibiotic it's just a psychological thing that oh if you have a medicine means kuch and then after 10 years they say ki yeah then after 10 years their gut biome gets destroyed and then they say that ki kya ho gaya hamare sath let's get back to your yeah. thing like your you <laughs> animal cruelty right yeah so you have mm, uh, participated in activism yeah. and gathered a lot you travel for this yeah so let's hear about it like everything okay so yeah i mean uh, activism lot of i like i said every activism works i have done leafletting right. i've actually done potlucks where i've actually got people you know ask them I asked them to this bring some vegan food. If they have doubts, I told them how to veganize their food. Right. Bring them, like, and you know, show documentaries and have a gathering. And we are not that boring. We also have parties and all. We do that <laughs> also. So it's not like we are very boring people. So we have also done that. Right. So I've done activism of all kinds. How, so how is a vegan party? I'm really curious. Like, it's just a party. Come on, it's just vegan food, but it's not a vegan party. A vegan party. party. Yeah, it's just a party. So it's like alcohol food. is no problem, right? Yeah. So no, alcohol. but alcohol also there are some brands uh, which are not vegan because so they, they might yeah they might be contamination. Not contamination. They are uh, filtered. Some of the processes they filter to like through uh, fish bladder and stuff. Oh, oh okay. So yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> animals are everywhere. Man. Yeah, they're everywhere. Like unimaginable places. Yes, yeah, they are yeah. everywhere. Like <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we've done that. We have also done play, a thing where we've, we have we have been sponsored by a lot of NGOs and uh-huh. organizations with uh, you know those sets where we can actually put them on and on the road we tell people to 
know, check, see videos out. We'll ask them whether they're vegetarian, vegan, right. and or non-vegetarian, and then talk to them about it. A lot of people have actually. So we started off as a very small, like say, twenty, twenty-five people who are vegans and activists, and now the network has grown into like hmm. we have like seven WhatsApp groups because okay. I think two fifty is the limit. So that's seven fifty to se- uh, two. Sorry. 250 to 7, whatever that number is, hmm. that many people have. And every time we do activism, we get more people in. There right. are people who are like, because, you know, we, we are so conditioned, like our eyes are closed and we are conditioned, okay? So we don't really see, it's hmm. right there. Like even I was like, I never, I mean, I knew like milk comes from a cow. It doesn't like, but I never thought like, you know, the, what can it be like the cruelty behind it? You know? hmm. We don't think, we just, it just comes and it's in our glass and we drink it. So we don't think like, what is the... Like we don't backtrack any of it. It's just yeah. convenient. I, think, I personally like that. think that so, me as a media, if I have to introspect yeah. and say, why, I know that animals are treating, getting treated, you know, horribly. Yeah. But why am I still, I, I often ask this question yeah. that why am I still promoting it? And I've concluded and I will, you know, uh, take uh, a lot of people with me with this, mm-hmm. that I think we are just arrogant, plain arrogant. This is arrogance. Yeah, For I me, I, I know, I, I love the taste. It is. it is delicious for me. Yeah. I've grown up eating meat. Yeah. So it's a family thing. My family loves non-veg. Right. So there is no such thing that, okay, you can't eat it because it's natural. And when I see the sufferings of the animal, I can't bring myself to, you know, okay, I will not because I contribute to the market, to the uh, industry, right? Yeah, so you if I someone sp- else to do it. Exactly. I, if I, if I, I'm okay with hunting, but you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I have someone else to do my work and the yeah. way they are doing is horrible. Yeah. I totally agree. So there, for me, there has to be regulation. I know for you, it's like complete change. There is no regulation involved. There is no kind of way to kill an animal. There is no kind of way. The only there is no way. When when all. killing is included, or uh, when killing is taken Kill. into consideration, yes. But when you have to uh, milk a cow, or when you have to create dairy or eggs, there has to be a, a proper. I'm talking about not there killing. There is no proper way. There has to be. There, there has to no. be because people. That's what I'm saying. The who shepherds gave, over there. They, who, who gave you the right to like uh, you know it's an milk animal, a cow? It's no, an animal no. kingdom. How yeah, I know, I know. Not, because we, not, we just we just turned civilized. Yeah, that, that the part top of that. change that you're talking about is. Ego, it's not ego. Okay? No, it so, was it was no, survival. No, it was it was survival. It in the beginning, it was. Before. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. So we evolved. Come on, we can't be like we can't backtrack our stuff. We are now evolved. We have alternatives. We have, there are there are things I can understand. Like, yes, that's what I'm saying. So we need at least nothing. two generations of research. That's what I think. Okay. If we get an area where people two generations like Iska Dada bhi vegan tha. Ye bhi vegan hai? I know such people. I know such people. I know people have been vegan for last 60, 70 years. 60, 70 years is not research material. We are talking 5,000. We are talking thousands and thousands of there, years. Uh, humans. China, we are talking I, humans. You need to read. I think the China study, I am not I will. Sure, I will. I have written it down. I have yeah, written it down. There is. A, I'm not sure. It was done pretty like before. So, and it was done for a very what? long See, period of time. Veganism well. is very new relatively. It is. It it's is like, not new. Not including honey, milk, it is absolutely new. No. Compared to, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, compared. (laughs) Okay, okay, you're hellbent, but you're hellbent. But I just want you to think about it for one second because we've been consuming meat since centuries, right? Hmm. And there is no civilization that has been vegan. That's what I'm saying. There's there's no record for that. You can check. You can check. There is no record that okay, this country has been vegan or this state has been vegan since. It's not a record or whatever you're saying, but there so are I'm people saying, in all South I'm East saying Asia is all I'm saying is where they, they don't have concept of milk at all. 
people Japan, live I think if I'm not live the longest when they are not eating meat i agree they are, a, they are they are they are the healthiest they are the healthiest. Yeah. they just have i they have once a week or something that's what you know you must have heard about blue zones mm-hmm. okinawa and few districts mm-hmm. where people are centenarians they live beyond 100 years mm-hmm. so their diet has a minimum of meat that is once a week or twice a week that's mm-hmm. a, or twice a month or something like that mm-hmm. so they do consume but their lifestyle is different they live healthy they breathe clean air mm-hmm. but my thing is that once you have two three generations you are strong enough on research basis that you can tell people that okay veganism is this, also healthier this, see, i think it's i personally think it's too soon research. to There's tell people there's a lot people. of research may not be just for like one part like right. like a whole veganism thing but there are like lot of researches done where it is proved that milk the casein which is there is carcinogenic it is it is a switch that creates now and cancers are linked to Dairy yeah they are they will link cancer to everything i know no that. it know is that. a fact i have i have a friend who just you know she just survived breast cancer the first thing when she was detected the doctor said you have to stop it you have to stop milk yeah. she's off milk but would you deny that there are people happening. who have been eating and surviving easily dairy meat because i know many people right so i think it's subjective to okay. straight away target because don't you no, know people no, who eat no no it is a fact i have seen i have seen if you eat more of red meat and stuff yes you're going to kill yourself pretty soon she's a vegetarian she still so she yeah. had milk and all yeah, so she did she was a vegetarian and she it was yeah if there me. are direct links that the people who are, uh, who are reversing their lifestyle diseases just by going vegan it's not just it will change it, your life it, it will is, give you more I'm years saying, i know that i'm not I just saying for the fact yeah. i know people i there are programs that are happening in the mm. us there are actually rehabilitation centers where people are actually reversing their third and fourth stage cancer without touching one drop of medicine and only on vegan diet yeah i've read it, about it it that. is there it I is know. there it's happening and it's not just for cancer it is for diabetes my own uncle auntie here in pune they turn vegan people have reverse autoimmune diseases with vegan yeah they have not vegan person serena williams yeah serena williams uh, auto yeah i was not remembering why and she's raw Right. She's not even. She doesn't eat cooked food. It heals. Well. It heals. It Absolutely. Heals, it heals. It, it does. Totally heals. And it is. There are. There are a lot of researches. Just that most of it is not out, but a lot of it is happening. Uh-huh. And things are changing. You go to the West. I traveled recently. All the vegan places that I visited, ninety percent of the people who were in there were non-vegans. They were meat eaters. Right. They were not. Why are they coming and having? You know, like. Because vegans don't. make. Awesome desserts. Come on, it's not just. <laughs> that, that's the reason why I come to your cafe every single time. <laughs> it's not just dessert. It's like food. Yeah, people the, are turning. The, the, They're alternatives. Yeah. I had like I have never eaten meat. Okay, so okay. I but I wanted to get some inspiration. Oh, you should have tried once. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> never felt delicious at all. Okay, let's talk about taste. It's delicious. <laughs> it's dead body. Like seriously. <laughs> right. Okay, so I I traveled. I wanted to see like you know I wanted to try how. a mock meat taste i wanted to get some inspiration hmm. for my cafe and i went to some of these places and the food the most of the people who were there were like non vegetarians hmm. and they were just enjoying the food they were loving the food and and i was like oh that's how meat looks and tastes it's disgusting like the shreddy and all of that because i'm not eating meat so i had this meat eater friend who was for, i mean vegan but formerly a meat eater hmm. so he was like This is so good. This is so good, and I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't think this is good. Actually, now you get really good mock meat also. You get amazing mock meat. You just cannot yeah, distinguish. Yeah, they call they call it oh, vegan chicken. So I remember I yeah. asked you that. Not vegan, it's red chicken. 
No, yeah. they call it vegan chicken. So they serve it, uh, and their dish name is vegan chicken something. So I even asked her once that was the chicken vegan before. <laughs> that was a bad joke, I know, but yeah. Yeah, it's like how to eat a chicken salad. Like give the chicken salad. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the you meat, have to admit. No, the, but the meat. The vegan memes are horrible. They're like hilarious. Okay, let's. They are. Okay, seriously. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. The effort the companies are putting in to get alternatives is incredible. Right. Incredible. Like the there was is, this. Uh, is soy the main product? No, not no? really. They're doing it with lentils. They're doing it okay. with a lot of different things. Soy is right now predominantly what okay. they're using. Okay. But there are alternatives. Like hmm. I don't like soy. I mean, I. But I personally don't think they are doing it to find alternatives to save the environment. They're just doing it because people are switching and they need to. So it, it doesn't matter. Sh- it's like yeah, an industry. I don't. If the industry shifts and more people are into vegetables and less meat, it is gonna help eventually. Like you are. And it is not like a. These are not these. Uh, you know, these brands are hmm. not like you know like small time people who are doing it. Hmm. They're actually big firms that are putting money at Whole Foods and putting money. And I'm scared of big phones because where money goes, yeah. No, but they're not. They're not. Let's hope so. No, because (laughs) it's very clear in the in the West. In Mm. India, there can be jewel and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. and people get you know food poisoned and stuff, and nothing will happen. But in the West, it is not the case. Even if you don't mention the slightest thing, if you have put and you have not mm. mentioned it, you are screwed. You can yeah, be yeah, you are. You are liable for that. You are liable for very, that. Yeah. yeah. So this is not going to happen. Yeah, the laws are very strict there. Mm. Even if bigger firms, the bigger firms are putting money because they are no longer doing well with what they were exist- existingly right. doing it right now. Right. You know, like maybe they were producing milk and they are no longer doing. You go to the west, even non-vegans, they won't have. They have oat milk, and I've seen. I went to the. Like uh, when I was in France, I wanted to like get something, get a you know like a vegan milk thing. So I went there, and I was not understanding. Okay, everything was written in French. That was such a pain, and <laughs> so I was trying to you know I was like with my Google Translator yeah. and translating, <laughs> and this guy next to me saw me struggling. Okay, ah. so even the French people are like really arrogant. They don't like they don't talk. Okay, they're right. very snotty and stuff. This guy saw me really struggling. Okay? I was actually like typing one one word and seeing what it means and stuff. So he just asked me like, "Are you looking for vegan milk?" So I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." And can you tell me like, is there any yeah. non-vegan thing in this? Huh. So he saw and he was like, "No, no, this is vegan." Then like, I then I thought maybe he's also standing in the same section, so he also may be vegan. Yeah. So I was like, "Are you vegan?" It's like, "No, I'm not vegan, but I love the vegan milk." Yeah. And he was buying vegan milk that was. This I saw the same trend in Germany also. But do you see it happening in India? India, me as of now, tell you what is happening is the price is an issue. Yes, yeah. it's expensive. Yeah. Because we were talking to another vegan guest. Yeah. She is into fitness. Anvi, I think you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty cool girl. She knows yeah. her shit. She's yeah. pretty, you know, well versed with her. She's a nutritionist. So yeah, yeah. yeah. She knows. So she, yeah, she said that it gets a bit expensive right now, and maybe in India because. Yeah. Uh, so you've been running your your cafe, the real yeah. green cafe, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been how long? We will turn four years in June. Four years in June. Yeah. So I'm guessing most of the people who come to your cafe are either curious people or people from outside. Like I'm, the footfall is like yeah. people from outside must be, yeah. you know. Yeah. So do, do you see India becoming like this? We have a lot of curious Indians coming in now. Right. A lot because they're just. Curiously heard somewhere what vegan is. Hmm. Actually, they're more curious to know like how the hell are people survive. I mean, how the hell are the dishes being made without milk? 
But of course, I don't have so much of time anymore to really yeah. do activism. Whatever I do is through the cafe now. Hmm. But yeah, that's how it is. And yeah, let's talk about your statistics. Yeah, we, we, I mean, why not? Hey, how much juice do we have in this one? As long as that's good, give me above thirty at least. Forty-six. Oh, and that that doesn't show percentage. But the bars that must have turned yellow by now. One. One. Then that's we'll stick to this then. Okay. Yeah. So what you've got, like? So I have actually okay. some of these very cool facts. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's hear them. Veganism. Yeah. So there's this. Uh, I don't know if you've watched this documentary called Cowspiracy. Ka- no. It no. is a beautiful documentary. It has nothing to do with animals or the way animals are treated. It uh-huh. is basically about the environment. Okay. It's about this guy who was a hardcore and environmentalist. And he was doing so much, but there was nothing happening, you know, nothing was, you know, the, there was still pollution, there was still this, there was yeah. that. So then he actually went deeper into the whole uh, study of what was happening and he touched upon this thing called animal agriculture. That okay. is what our dairy and meat industry right. is today. Right. And like how animals are bred and there's an industry. So that, mm. and that breeding is called animal agriculture. It's a whole, you know, industry. Mm. And... He used to do a lot of research and he started researching and he was like, okay, like this, why is this Greenpeace or the World, Wild, World Wildlife Fund or whatever the WWF, yeah. these guys are all the top people who are fighting for, you know, pollution and all of this, not talking about animal agriculture mm. at all. Like, why is everyone just talking about, you know, stop using a car, use public transport, stop using this, you know, like stop using, uh, like buy, you know, don't waste water. Or uh, uh, switch off the lights, hmm. you're wasting electricity. Why is no one talking about this, which is so much more than everything, what they are talking about? Because there are billions of dollars in Yeah, because <laughs> all the people who are actually funding these organizations hmm. are, you know, people like a KFC right. or a McDonald's and yeah. all of that. So they don't want, if you go to the cancer website, you'll have like recipes and in the recipe you'll have like meat and all of that. Yeah. So it's like when... They know that that meat is causing cancer. Why are they still having it? So he did a lot of research over this whole thing, huh. and he made a documentary called Cowspiracy. Okay. So basically, Cowspiracy talks about the environmental aspect of animal agriculture, and there are real cool facts in this. Uh, you know, uh, you can uh, by turning vegan, you can actually save about thirty animals annually, like every year. If a single animals. person turns yeah, if vegan. a single person turns vegan. Hmm. And uh, he, so, if you see the movie, it, he talks a lot about the environmental and the carbon footprint. Right. By turning vegan, you, your own footprint can be reduced by like literally half. Okay. And these are facts by from the movie itself. Right. What I what I wanted to share because there are people who there are a lot of aspects like why someone wants to turn vegan. Not everyone is hmm. pro animal. Hmm. They may be like you know environmentalist, or they may be like for health or fitness or whatever. So hmm. these are facts that they should know, and also. If you turn vegan, you are saving 1100 gallons of water every day. Mm. Because from the time when animal is taken, yeah. it, is, you know, it comes into existence till it is going to meet and the process, the amount of water that we waste mm. is like a lot. So by turning vegan, like 1100 gallons of water, I don't know the conversion of gallons to liter. One gallon is four liters, I guess. Uh, so 4400 we'll liters. Do the maths, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> And yeah, so you know, you 
the knowledge available is much more and people mm. are able to take that decision so now hopefully things will change and livestock covers like 45% of the earth's total land mm-hmm. 45 if if i'm not wrong cowspiracy mate they talk like for rearing 10 cows it's like as big as one football ground or something and okay. the deforestation that's happening in amazon mm-hmm. is because of this because major reason is animal agriculture so mm-hmm. cutting down forests so that more number of uh, animals you know animal farms can mm-hmm. be like uh, whatever installed or whatever like what do you call, i don't know what they call it. but that will happen uh, that will also that's happen. happening yeah, actually but that will also happen when this industry grows because they have to create farms right once you create so, farms you destroy all the livelihood over there yeah but then it's already destroyed right so they can even alternate it there itself they don't have to create destroy some more land to create this since no, it's already example, once it's already destroyed to, it's destroyed let, what let's say this part of uh, land you hmm. need uh, to create a you know where you breed cows and all right hmm. same let's say veganism takes over and then they are planting more you know specific foods hmm. that give hmm. you food both the market dictates basically yeah, right? yeah. so for that also you need to expand right so you are going to destroy eventually you won't have to not what's existing itself will be enough you don't have to destroy more you won't have to destroy that whatever like suppose if this whole land is hmm. for animals right this whole land can be used for an alternative industry to why do they have to do another No, no. I'm just talking to uh, to But grow stuff. To grow stuff, you need land, right? Land so is that the land only, no? You can't grow multiple stuff on single piece of land, right? You It's can't. Not... But then, uh, you know that by that logic, I'm not really an agriculturist. But I think it would be better than I mean deforestation and stuff. I think there's something else also. I'm not very sure. Not hmm. very sure about. Yeah, I mean, even I am not an expert, but I'm yeah. just thinking about it. That so. No, uh, I would just think when, when, when a land loses its nutrition, right? Yeah. The, uh, so so the nitrogen content gets yeah. lost yeah. either through yeah, yeah, planting yeah. something. So yeah. some of the lands are uh, conducive that they put uh, legumes or stuff hmm. that it, to an extent replenishes hmm. the nitrogen content, hmm. which helps in growth. But hmm. every land is not conducive for every single crop. And once you start growing, huh. so yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to see. Maybe that, I'm pretty sure there's technology which will yeah, yeah, yeah. do something for that. I'm pretty sure. Right. Because it is a movement happening. Like hmm. in the UK, most of the dairy farmers are like all shutting their businesses and getting into alternative milks right. or alternative cheese. I think in France there was this one story which I was reading very recently. He was his whole family business was dairy huh. the last hundred years or something. Right. And he recently shut and he's converted his whole farm into a cheese factory. Okay. Vegan cheese factory. Vegan cheese factory. So yeah, so there are like shifts are happening. Yeah. Yes. And I'm pretty sure like best is like really doing very well. I'm hmm. pretty sure it trickle down and come to us too soon. And right. with people like us doing activism, I'm pretty sure that it will somehow shake and wake the consciousness of people. So if not, maybe in like next one or two years, but at least next ten years, yeah, there is going to be a, a shift, shift, yes, a big shift, yeah. and we're going to see it because. At the end of the day, human beings are pretty selfish. You know, once they know their health is not well, and they, they will, have they will to, change. yeah, they have, they have to, shift. they have to. They will, and that's what is happening. I know many people who have who have just turned vegan because I, I, I told you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their health was screwed completely. So yeah. now they're proper, they're healthy, and all. They don't want they, to go back. They're like, if you oh, go back, don't. no, okay. I know people who my uncle, auntie, my uncle had uh, like a combination of high BP and uh, uh, diabetes. Huh. He. Turned vegan, right. but now it's been he's been vegan for last four years, uh-huh. and he's not had a single medicine, and his diabetes is completely gone. Right, and he's like, I will never. Now that I know that that was the cause, I'm not. 
It's like unless you are like you like khatro ke khiladi or the thing around with your health, I don't then I don't know. But uh, usually what happens is what I have seen is like when you turn vegan for health, hmm. you start exploring yeah, and you start reading and all of that, and then you reach to a different journey. Like like maybe you start reading and then you like yeah okay I'm not harming animals because for because they're animals. I was doing it for my health, hmm. but then eventually they'll start reading it and then yeah it yeah. grows into you and. Maybe they're like, no, I don't want to follow it. Maybe there are people who switch back. There are people, there are many celebrities who do that. You know? yeah. They are plant-based for some time and everyone gets excited and then they switch back. There are things, there are, you know, it's like why you turn vegan is a very important uh, like aspect to why you turn vegan and to stay, to stick on to it. Right. For me, it was animals. For me, it was purely animals. Yeah, I didn't really animals. care about my health. I still don't. Hmm. For me, a vada was vegan, so I would have it. <laughs> I don't care if it's fried. Really, I don't care. But I get people in my cafe who are like, oh, baked hai kya, or oil-free hai kya, and all of that. So they are that kind of vegan and we are this kind of vegan. Are, are you into gymming or anything? No? No, I run sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty lazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but you run, yeah, right? You yeah, do something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. Because people who are into physical activity, they yeah. are in, you know, they require more. They yeah. require more minerals and all. So yeah. they also get into I have more. I have uh, friends. Okay, just... Uh, I think you might want to interview him too. He is the world's first vegan to scale Mount Everest. He's please. an Indian and he's a good friend of mine. Please recommend, please. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'll add him to Kuntal. He is. What's his name? Kuntal Joshir. Kuntal? Joshir. Joshir. Yeah. Okay. He's a good friend of mine. He's the first vegan. Oh, in the we world would love to have him over. To yeah. scale Mount Everest. Mount Everest. First yeah. Indian vegan to scale. I Mount. think uh, first, first vegan, vegan to scale. Yeah. There was another vegan who died in the same week while scaling, but that was made a whole issue. Like she's vegan, so she died. I think it goes yeah, both ways. Yeah. I think promoting it that he was the first vegan to scale mouth is. is it as, was. Uh, yeah. It's a promotion gimmick because he just he, I, not vegan. taking the effort away from that guy. Total See, respect for that guy. He, but no, just saying I'll tell that you he's what, vegan. the most. He never said that he's vegan and then he. Okay. He was vegan because he was vegan. Yeah. And he scaled Mount but Everest. The he didn't use that. Yeah, but the vegan community needs yeah, a badge, right? And it's, it's justified. It's a war. It's like meat it is, is, yeah. But there are people who will be like, the I'm like, so yeah, he's he a didn't vegan. eat proteins. He didn't, you didn't talk about where he gets his proteins from. Yeah. And even if you do, he's already scaled the Mount Everest. Mount Everest. Like, yeah, yeah, why not? Simple as that. <laughs> so yeah, you might want to, he's really, he's very inspiring. Mm-hmm. And he actually goes and does talks and stuff now because mm-hmm. everyone wants to like hear him out, hear right, his story. Right. And he's so simple that he, like, he's so down to earth. He no like that air about like oh I have scale Mount Everest okay. and stuff. He's super simple guy. I, I just know a handful of vegans. Yeah. Like not more than personally, I know um, a lot, but yeah. personally I know. Yeah. And vegans on the internet are very aggressive and violent but all the five I know right uh, uh. they're like always cool and like, yeah, like vegetable effect like what they're like always chilled out in light and they're like so easy always smiling positive I don't know more. see it's a mix of everything maybe, maybe. meat eaters may be aggressive yeah, right? so it's like yeah. a it's that like was a, a joke mix. no I'm just telling you it's a mix yeah. of everything yeah. and all kinds of people so yeah. it's always gonna be a mix of things so <laughs> I, I think Ashway it was a lot of fun talking to you I still think that we have a lot more to discuss yeah, some yeah. other time some other episode yeah. you come up with something new yeah. the so, debate is not over <laughs> no 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 it was never a debate for me that's what I just want to learn more so yeah. that 
maybe I'll take a good smart decision after a few years. Yeah. Right now I know where I stand yeah. and I'm concrete with yeah. that. But yeah. why not? If something is better, why not? Yeah. I'm open for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you so much for doing this with us. Thank you. <laughs>